dear listeners, in this program we will be discussing the great miracle of Al-Isra and Al-Mi'raj, which is the night journey and ascension of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Praise be to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the one who exists without a place. To Allah belong the endowments and proper commendations. May Allah raise the rank of Prophet Muhammad and his al and companions and protect his nation from that which he fears for them. May Allah, the Lord of heavens and earth, grant us the sincere intentions and guide us to the acceptable deeds. Dear listeners, in this episode, we will continue informing you about the wonders creations that Prophet Muhammad saw during Al-Mi'raj, that is, the ascension to the upper heavens. Dear brothers and sisters, in paradise, the Prophet ﷺ saw some of the bounties Allah prepared for the inhabitants of paradise. He saw the Hur al they are non-human, extremely beautiful females inhabitants of paradise, who will be married to the men of paradise. They are in paradise and will be married to those men Allah willed for them to marry. In paradise, people will not be single. The Prophet ﷺ saw Al-Wildan Al-Mukhalladun. These are creations of Allah, who are the handsome, non-human servants of the inhabitants of paradise. Their appearance is like laid-out pearls. The least in status of the people of paradise will have 10,000 Wildan Al-Mukhalladun to serve them. Each one of them will carry a tray of gold in one hand, and a tray of silver in the other hand. The Prophet ﷺ saw the Arsh, also known as the throne, which is the ceiling of paradise. The Arsh is the largest of all creations, the seven heavens and the earth, in comparison to the Kursi which is a large creation in the upper worlds, are like a ring thrown in a desert, and the kursi in comparison to the arsh is like a ring in a desert. The seven heavens and the earth in comparison to the arsh are like a seed of mustard compared to the ocean. Allah created the arsh as a sign of his power and not a place for him to sit.
Dear listeners, please remember that sitting can only occur from a body, that is, that which has an upper part and a lower part and folds. This body may have a buttock on which it sits. It is not permissible to ascribe any of these attributes to Allah because Allah is not a body. Allah is not energy, gas, liquid, or solid. Allah is not similar to us or to any other creations. Allah is not a light, an angel, or a soul that is a spirit. Rather, Allah exists without resembling any of the existing things. There is absolutely nothing like Allah whatsoever. Whatever one imagines in one's mind, Allah is different from it. Allah created the Arsh as an indication of his power. Four angels carry it, and on the day of judgment, eight will carry it. The Prophet ﷺ said he was permitted to speak about one of these angels who carry the Arsh. In describing this angel, the Prophet ﷺ told us that he was so large that it would take a fast flying bird 700 years to fly from his earlobe to his shoulder. Then the Prophet ﷺ ascended beyond paradise. He reached a place where he heard the creaking of the pens used by the angels who are copying from Allawh al-Mahfuz, which is the preserved tablet. It is at that location Prophet Muhammad ﷺ heard the kalam of Allah, which is an attribute of the self of Allah. He heard and understood the kalam of Allah, which does not resemble our speech. So it is not something that occurs sequentially. It is not one letter after another letter or a word that comes from another word. Rather, it is an attribute of Allah that is eternal and everlasting. It does not resemble our attributes. The kalam of Allah has neither silence nor interruptions. It is an attribute of Allah and it does not resemble the attributes of the creation. The Prophet ﷺ was able to understand the kalam of Allah. He understood the ordainment of the five obligatory prayers. 
Prior to that, the obligation was to perform prayer at night. At first, Allah ordained 50 prayers. When Prophet Muhammad encountered Musa, Musa told him to make supplication, that is dua, to his Lord to ease the obligation of 50 prayers because his nation could not handle it. Musa said what means, I have experience with the people of Israel and I know your nation cannot bear that. So the Prophet ﷺ asked his Lord to lessen these prayers for his people. Five prayers were eliminated. Once again, Musa advised the Prophet ﷺ to ask Allah to lessen the number of prayers. Allah did. Nine times the Prophet ﷺ made supplication to Allah to lessen these prayers until these prayers were lessened to five obligatory prayers. So Prophet Musa was a great benefit to us. Had we been obligated to pray 50 prayers a day, this would have been a difficult matter for us. Dear listeners, in the next episode, we will continue informing you about the important matters that Prophet Muhammad understood from the Kalam of Allah. So stay tuned. We ask Allah to add to our knowledge and to accept our good deeds from us. We ask Allah to bestow on us the bounty of entering paradise without torture. Amen. Oh, oh, oh.
Allah 